From the Conquer Risk Podcast, please welcome the OGs. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata, and with me today, I have Chief Growth Officer Jeffrey. What's up, man? Cheers. I am here, man. I appreciate the opportunity to come back together, just the two of us. A couple of OGs. It's been a long time. I know. I know. It's been a while since today, we've done one by today ourselves. Today, we got... Uh, Something special, huh? Today's product launch day. Uh, hopefully by now it you've is. seen the press release. Uh, we are launching a new product called OCIO by Potomac. We've launched a lot of products over the last couple of years at Potomac, and they all come from demand. If we get enough questions right. from financial advisors, we write those things down, and eventually we all get together and say, huh, maybe there's a product that needs to be launched to serve the needs of the financial advisors. And this is what we're doing today. Uh, over and over, when we talk to advisors, They talk about our models or technology, but what I've seen, the question that comes up is this OCIO, this concept of helping me combine models. And so let's start with that term right there, models, right? Because they've been called models and investment strategists from strategies and it's all over the map. So let's, let's peel this back a little bit. What exactly is an investment model to begin with? Yeah, the, the best way to think about it is the model is just a, a, a combination of trades that happens on a platform so that every client in that uh, that same model gets the exact same trade at the same time. So it's a it's a nice, simple way to provide a, a particular client experience from an investment standpoint to a multitude of clients. And so one of the things that come up with advisors is they've used to pick mutual funds and stocks and ETFs, and they wanted to outsource that, which we're big believers at. But right. now they have a list of a thousand models, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're typically are advisors going to, to look at these different models? Uh, you know, it depends on where, where they are. Uh, some TAMPs will just offer fact sheets for those models that are provided by the managers. Some TAMPs will offer, you know, some tools. Um, but a lot of advisors are just going to the managers themselves, whether they get a referral from a buddy or, or whatever, and they'll contact that manager. That's a really slow and can be somewhat painful process. And in the end, you have multiple individual ideas, but nothing to put it together. And a lot of these with the whole Morningstar ID, right? Morningstar kind of is the monopoly in terms of, uh, they (laughs) call them SMAs, right? Separately managed accounts. But a lot of times they're delivered via model delivery on different TAMPs or or, or custodians. But essentially, a lot of the research in terms of uh, performance stems from from those Morningstar IDs. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Morningstar sort of has the you know, monopoly, uh, if you will. And essentially we all, as a, as a manager, right, you, you provide your, your month end data for your model, the performance for the month end data to Morningstar, and then a multitude of different tools and software packages and TAMs and so forth can grab that data and then provide that as a, as a service, you know, piece of information for you, the advisor to look at. So I'm an advisor. I've decided yep. to outsource to these different institutional managers. Uh, I go to maybe my proposal system, uh, whatever the TAMP provides me, Y charts, whatever it may be. And I'm like, okay, now I have these thousand different models to choose from. And the question that comes 
uh, to us a lot is we're talking about our own models, right? We're a model that's available on these TAMs mm -hmm. along with many thousands of other models. So the questions that come up is great. I'm not going to use 100% of any model. So now what do I do? Because I feel like I'm going back to picking mutual funds because I'm sifting through these thousands of managers trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. And that is why we built OCIO by Potomac is trying to solve that problem. So, you know, tell us about what you do on a day to day basis, especially when it comes from the OCIO side and, and what we actually have built here. Sure. Well, the, the service and concept is the fact that, number one, uh, even if you even if you have been able to create your own due diligence process, that's great. But the average advisor, I mean, look, you don't have time to go figure out what uh, even 100 different managers do. Right. And then maybe pick 10 out of there that work. Um, as I said, this is what I've done most of my career. So I've looked at almost 500 managers in my day. So I start the process with not only having a process for due diligence, but having looked at such a broad range of different strategists that create different models that I have a, a, a have the ability to then say, OK, well, look, here's here's why these two or three or four different things need to go together. And and that's you know, it's it's almost like I've put the puzzle together before and advisors don't have the cover on the puzzle box. Right. They have all these pieces, but they don't know what the puzzle is supposed to actually look like. And, and that's where the advantage of having done this for so long is and to be able to train our team and so forth on how to do that. So, What was eye opening for us as well is, you know, you, you look at these huge TAMPs out there and you think that they have this, you know, <laughs> breadth of due diligence and consulting and, and all these things. And, and some do, but we've had advisors from the largest TAMPs in the industry come to us for help because they're not getting any. Uh, maybe there's a preferred list that Wink Wick may or may not be paid for. Um, maybe there's a couple combinations, but there's no kind of data behind it. And so some of these advisors just feel lost. They, they really want someone to sit down and, and, like you said, put the puzzle pieces together. And that was surprising to me, especially in our daily conversations, is, you know, why I've always asked you this. Like, why are these people calling us? Like, they, don't they have someone <laughs> at their firm that, that does that? Yeah, they, they don't. And that's the reality check, right? Even a lot of uh, a lot of the larger firms and part of it, you know, part of it is just they there are some firms, sometimes it's a business decision. They don't want to be in that space of making those recommendations. They want to just provide the smorgasbord and then let you decide what you want to eat from it. Um, and that's look, every, every business, every TAMP can make their own decision there. But the reality is there is a need and that need by advisors, it needs to be filled. And that's one of the things we can do. And likewise, as we've seen, TAMPs themselves, not every TAMP has somebody who has that background or experience. And that makes it hard because when the advisors contact or reach out to the TAMP, they don't really have an answer. Right. And, and, and they so don't know how to answer it. They don't know how to fill the spot. Like, what do they even ask for? Right. And that was the next progression as to why we're launching mm -hmm. this product. Because initially, you know, we would work with advisors and we still do, uh, but our time is limited. And so unless the advisor has a certain amount of money, it's really hard for us to dedicate an OCIO to that advisor. And then something interesting happened. We were approached by a number of TAMPs, uh, as well as something that happened recently with a, with a smaller broker dealer. So essentially what, what's happening is some of these TAMPs are not RIAs. They're technology firms. And Correct. so for them, when they're putting together the models and the onboarding, it never occurred to them that maybe the users would actually not know what models to pick to begin with. 
And so this has kind of transformed from helping advisors to now, which, you know, let me know if you agree or not, but the audience at this point is, is, is essentially going to be large advisors um, and right. or enterprise, i.e. TAMPs. And recently we've had conversations with a couple of broker dealers that are in the same boat. They're like, you know, we have these models. We don't want to be the, the, the person that takes responsibility for putting together, and we'd rather outsource that to, to someone else. So can you kind of let's touch on a couple of the enterprise things we have going on and what the audience is here. Yeah, you're, you're spot on, right? In, in the understanding, and I don't think our, the people in our industry, like advisors, necessarily understand that most of the TAMPs or many of the TAMPs that are out there providing this uh, warehouse, if you will, of models for them to choose and pick from are, in fact, technology offerings. Now, I don't say that I'm not, not throwing a stone here. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, in fact, that's pretty cool because technology runs this whole thing, no matter what the ownership entity is. But if you're a technology offering, you're really not wanting to be in the role of making recommendations about use 20% of manager B, 40% of manager C, et cetera, right? That's not your, that's not your thing. You just want to bring that pot together and let them go. Um, and so it's that gap. And we see the same thing with the broker dealer, as you mentioned, in the broker dealer space. Uh, that's, that was my former role. Right? That's how I got in this 20 years ago was the fact that advisors needed somebody who knew what was available and how to put those things together based on their, their need, their philo philosophy, their client niche, their license, you know, all those fun things and, and how to put those together. And so that's where it started. And now with broker dealers wanting to help advisors move more and farther down that advisory road, or maybe stop managing so much themselves and outsource more, this outsource chief investment officer uh, capability really comes in pretty handy for them. Yeah, and, and we've learned, I mean, we, we, we offered this to, to all of our clients and at some point it got, you know, it, it got to be <laughs> overbearing. We, we could not um, uh, do that. And so we've had to pivot and say, listen, you know, we can only do this for, for really large books and now soon, you know, transferring more over to, to enterprise deals uh, where, we can, where we can offer that. And part of that offering is uh, Insight by Potomac, which is our proprietary due diligence tool, uh, which, you know, you had a, a big role in, in rolling out. So we want to quickly touch on that being a part of this product. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, my team, I want to thank my advisor education team, uh, Shelly Brockman. I spent a lot of time and energy and Chase and Shelly both work on that. Keep it up to snuff uh, along with me. Um, essentially, it's a tool that if you think about the structure is almost more like a forum where you can you can have different things on the left and you click on those and then you find the, the conversations or in this case, the data on the right. And, and what that really means is from a due diligence standpoint to help so back up and support the OCIO process is a list of strategists that you can go to choose and uh, and then be able to have all of the background data, the annual diligence offer questionnaire, the uh, have fact sheets, have marketing information, uh, all of those kinds of things, links to the website in a manner in which you can control the inbox chaos because think about it, if you use whether it be five managers let's just pick on five if you only use five which is actually pretty few in our industry from what i've seen um i think you can do a good book with only five if you choose them well but if you have five managers and they each send you know two email a week that's 10 a week five weeks you're looking at 50 
email in your inbox. With, with Insight, when we do this, even if it's at a firm level, right, you can control the, the, the firm, the broker dealer or the TAMP or the large advisor can choose that maybe this particular manager, I wanna make sure I get every notification that happens. Every time something's posted, it'll get an email notification. But for the other four, maybe they, for whatever reason, they don't wanna see those on every single post. So instead, you get a weekly digest and it'll have the updates. So now you have one of them that gets two a week and, and then a weekly digest to catch up on everything. So you can control that as well as have all that support and background to the decisions that you're making to follow those different managers. I mean, I think more importantly is, is you know, if you look at the new SEC proposal, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they are going to come down on advisors who blindly outsource. If you outsource to a, a model or a list of models, you got to know what you're investing in. You got to know what the experiences, what the ex expectations are. You, you can't just allocate a portfolio and walk away. And so this provides you that that backup data, that ongoing due diligence that you can file away and simply understand, you know, what you're what you're getting into. So, you know, th this, yeah, uh, you completely. know, that proposal rule came out, you know, months after that we launched this because we saw the need. You, you have to be able to. To, to be able to put those portfolios together. Um, yeah, one, I, you one know, thing I, that, I will say uh, I had, go ahead. if I could, Manish, I had a, a great uh, a, a great statement by an advisor that we were talking to as a very large advisor uh, not too long ago. And she, her statement was this, uh, being an engineer as a background, she really um, you know, is a, pays attention to all the details, right? But after many years in this business and having a, a very large book, she realized, she said, I can't defend any of my decisions on why I've chosen these managers or the combinations. Right. And that moment was just, it was like, oh, that's, that's a perfect statement because you have to ask yourself, okay, I've got this 40, 50, hundred million dollar book or 200 million, whatever it is, or I have a TAMP. Can I defend the decisions that I've made? Not by paperwork, right? Well, the client signed it, so it's okay. What did you do to decide that that manager or that combination was good? And what are you doing? to follow it and keep up and make sure that needs to stay the same. Well, the, yeah, the ongoing is important, which is why we have a, a, a due diligence questionnaire. And, and, and we ask people, you know, did you violate your max drawdown this year? Or, and if you did, why? What why? happened, right? You have to <laughs> dig into these things because it's not just the allocation part, it's then the ongoing, should you stick with that manager? You have to do that right. work. And, and I think, I think we're early because a lot of large enterprise, they're going to feel the, the, the need to put this in place. Um, but it's still the onus will still fall on the advisor to, to make sure that it's done properly. So um, one thing that, that I think you should address here is Potomac has models that are on different TAMPs. You are now going to be an OCIO right. for that TAMP. Conflict of interest? Possibly. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. It's a conflict of interest, right? But you have to disclose that. But in the end, part of the documentation is that not only uh, a documentation and process is that Potomac won't be in the strategy, in the strategy combinations or the model combinations. If the models suck, they may need to be replaced. And that's a reality that you and I have to deal with is if we don't have something that can add to that combination, then we shouldn't be in there. And it also, of course, to be clear, it doesn't mean that we're going to be in every combination that we ever recommend. That's not the case at all. Sometimes there's, uh, you know, here, here's an easy one, right? For us, we don't pay attention to the tax iteration, right? So we're not the favorite for, for you know, high, high tax sensitive people. 
uh, there may be another solution out there and I won't name them in this podcast, but there are other solutions that might be better, um, you know, for that, that scenario. And when we recognize that we have to know where we're good as, as a strategist making models and where other things might be better. And, and to that point, you know, when we launch products, it, it's other parts of the business kind of feed on that, right? So OCIO by Potomac is an independent product. Uh, yep. Our TAMP uses OCIO. And so even for our TAMP, you know, you have certain recommendations that come from OCIO and, and you try to keep those separate as possible, right? So when we're on different platforms making these recommendations, it may or may not include us, just like it may or may not include, you know, the hundreds of other managers out there. Um, but, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, we, we try to put our best foot forward and say, look, you know, this is the best combination, you know, in terms of risk and return for, for what we see. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's another reality check too, which is not only, you know, would a large office maybe have an allegiance to a particular uh, manager. Uh, I can think of one advisor that's used the same manager, one of, one of them that they use, they've used for like 25 years. They do what they expect and they like them. So great. Can we help work around that to improve the overall client experience? And and, and TAMP and, and broker dealers might be the same way, right? They might have some supporting vendors or those sorts of things that they, they've had a long relationship with or people that come to conferences or whatever, and they want to keep those and, and fine, we can work around that. Uh, but in the end, you just have, it's just another parameter. It's all it is. Uh, it's no different than saying I prefer ETFs over funds or funds over ETFs. Well, I prefer to keep this particular strategist as at least part of the mix and go from there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a consulting approach, right? We're not here Correct. to force feed you models. We're going to make our best judgment on what models fit. Uh, but to your point, if, if someone wants a, a certain manager because they, you know, they feel that space is, is needed and we don't, you know, we'll make the recommendation around that, try to customize as much as possible. But ultimately, you know, we're not taking any discretion here. This is just a, a right. consulting right. service to, to help people, you know, get your mind in the right space when it, when, when it comes to yeah, the models. Yeah, we're not, we're not here to rip away the baby blanket. Uh, we're here to rip off the Band-Aid for bad manager combinations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, couldn't have said it better. Um, all right, so look, I'm excited. This is this is something that we've been working on in the background, you know, for quite some time. And, and like I said earlier, it, it morphed into this product. Um, any closing thoughts on 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 you know today and, and launch day and, and what you see going forward? Uh, I see more of this happening. I, I see that we are uh, personally. I think we're way 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 ahead of schedule uh, as far as the the industry, uh, because the reality is that the OCIO concept has been around for decades but it's been at the institutional level. It's been at the defined uh, uh, benefit plan level. Uh, goodness, Rush, Russell started back in the 60s with like JC Penney's and stuff like that. Of course, all the millennials won't know who that is, but <laughs> right. But they, they started long, long ago in that space. And it's just now working down to kind of a TAMP level and, and an advisor level. Uh, so we're early and we get that, but I think it's pretty cool uh, because it's it, it really helps that consultative approach and the conversations that you have on multiple levels for us. Yep. You're going to be real busy over the next couple of months. That's for sure. I think you are correct, sir. Oh, good. Well, Cause I wasn't doing anything up to this. Yeah, point. no, I'm just kidding. sitting around. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for us today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, make sure to smash that like button and come back. Hopefully that we'll bring the OGs back. You see more in Jeff and I in the future. Thank you. Uh -oh.
Cheers. Potomac Fund Management is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This information is prepared for general information only and should not be considered as individual investment advice nor as a solicitation to buy or offer to sell any security. This material does not constitute any representation as to the suitability or appropriateness of any investment advisory program or security. Please visit our disclosure page, potomacfund.com disclosures, for more information. Potomac does not make any representation or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, whether linked to the Potomac website or incorporated herein, and takes no responsibility for any of this information. The views of Potomac are subject to change, and Potomac is under no obligation to notify you of any changes. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy will be profitable or equal to any historical performance level.